It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Everybody to another dream episode with the Q Code Podcast. Members. You finally didn't say it. I know. Another dream episode episode. episode. <laughs> Danny Travis and Alan here, welcoming you all in to another fantastical bonus um, dream episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. I need to say it. I need to say episode. But uh, yeah, we want to thank everybody who listened to our last episode, which was the the Dream Dream Snips, Snips, right? Collection Volume Collection Volume Two. You had a little bit of exposure to Alan and his fugitism. You had fugitism. I don't know. How to, it just seemed right for that sentence. Alan and his fugitism. <laughs> uh, my wife's long ass haircut. And <laughs> what was the last one? And Trav's oh, yeah, firing when, I, when he worked for the White House. Yeah. I got fired, guys. Oh, yeah. Fired. I apparently was not a very good. Uh, was, what was I can Oh yeah, your security security, <laughs> security guard. It was Danny, the president. It was Dan's premonition to the whistleblower incident. Incident yeah. that really happened. That's true. Months, life. months after I had the the dream itself, but <laughs> Trav was cool. He was fine being fired because he knew he could get a job at the state in like twenty hours yep. or less. <laughs> it was like something very specific. <laughs> I will have a job in twenty one hours. <laughs> Not give or take. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we've got a good dream here today, obviously. I Well, I mean, I'm going to assume it's good, but uh, because they're all pretty good. Haven't looked at it, haven't read it, so who knows? It's a a big surprise to all of us. But what number is this? 25? 25. 25. 25. Okay. Wait, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, (laughs) was the Dream Snips collection... Two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago? What was the last one then? Yeah, the last one was Crypto Your Way Into Space. Yes, it was the Crypto Your Way Into Space. Oh! See, we don't even know. We've been doing so many of these. We don't even know what our last episode is. That's right. Crypto Your Way Into Space. (laughs) I had to play a lot of video games to get into space. (laughs) That's right. That is literally, I mean, if you guys haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Not that you need to listen to that one in order to know what this one is all about, but... I think in the history of all dreams throughout time, <laughs> this had to have been the <laughs> the one dream that had the longest span of time within the within dream. the dream. <laughs> I mean, it's it it's like- very common for his dreams to span a few hours, <laughs> maybe a day or two. This one spanned through years. <laughs> I mean, he spent he spent like years like pl- like playing games and earning cryptocurrency and then had to purchase all of his his space gear and training stuff and then he had to train enough so that he could go into space. And then I had to fight the bureaucracy that is NASA. And, and then he just and he, he just skipped every- over he just skipped over like things that were actually interesting. Yeah, <laughs> just like anything. We have we- to find the mainframe and upload our cryptocurrency. So after we did that, <laughs> <laughs> we finally got to space, and then the next thing is we were home. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, you never know. But take that part out. It's very interesting to see what he had to do. But the other thing, too, that, I mean, maybe we should have talked about this before, but now that I'm just thinking about it, why did you guys have to train as if you guys were the sole, like, the only people piloting a, a uh, you know, ship to space? Like, if anybody could go, I feel like they should have still had, like, a responsible, <laughs> you know... <laughs> spaceship pilot to accompany you and all you have to do is just go on the trip 
<laughs> or at least not like how a, it worked in this world. Or at least like, like an AI system that just does all the piloting. And we had to be prepared for anything, and you know, things go happen. Things can go wrong in space, and you got to be prepared. I guess so. That's why we were training on the Devastator. <laughs> The Devastator, <laughs> which was a flying saucer-like thing where they had to just hover on it hundreds of feet in the air, by the way. This is a training. <laughs> a training. Is it spun? Yeah. Is it spun trying to put cords in holes? <laughs> <laughs> so, but if anybody knows Elon Musk, send, them that, send him that dream. Yes. He'll get a kick out of it. He'll be like, yes, this is, this is exactly how I, play. yeah. I Please fulfill Alan's dream of just having any type of connection <laughs> with Elon Musk. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's jump into this week's dream, which is, as I flip it over, uh, it is called Mapo Cruise Lifestyle. <laughs> Okay. Is that hard to read? My, my Poe Cruise my lifestyle. Po, my Poe Cruise lifestyle. Just so you know, I text Danny like uh, a couple days before we record these. Like, what's the title of the next stream so that I can like make the file and stuff? <laughs> and every time, like this week when he sent me my Poe Cruise lifestyle, <laughs> I, in my head, I'm just chuckling, just like, <laughs> oh God. Let's see what we get into this time. <laughs> type of shenanigans are we going to get into this week? So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go with my Poe Cruise lifestyle. <laughs> my Poe Cruise <laughs> lifestyle. I kind of well, just swallowed spit. Didn't you title it P.O.? Poe? Yeah, it's Poe. My Poe Cruise lifestyle. Like poor. But yeah, Poe. But okay. like Poe. So that's why you're using that voice. Right? Yeah, like, well, that's what I was assuming. But then I thought, I was like, well, maybe it's like that Kung Fu Panda. Isn't his name Poe? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't maybe, put it past you. For some reason, like, I always thought he spelled his name P-O-E. But I don't know. Maybe. I don't I know. I never I asked know. him. Okay. Um, <laughs> how does that Allen spell it? P-O-E. Is Edgar that why Allen. you think? <laughs> is that why you think it's spelled P O E? Okay, here we go. Things begin normal enough, as they often do in dreams. You can't say these things. <laughs> with various family members along with myself, enjoying a nice vacation on board a lavish cruise liner. Members of my family that are apparently present include my brothers Alan and Steve. My brother-in-law, JD, and my sister, Tracy. I've been showing up in a lot of your dreams. We are all maneuvering around the ship, enjoying all the amenities one can expect on a luxury cruise. We bounce from dining halls full of food to retail shops to various entertainment-laden activities and even hit up a few theatrical shows. All of this is extremely fun. But after a couple of days of frolicking to and fro around the (laughs) ship... Curiosity gets the better of us, and we begin exploring the recesses of the boat with the purpose of hopefully finding something new that we had not seen before. The recess, like the engine room or something? Just anywhere we can get to. We're just like walking around, just looking for stuff. He's like, hey guys, I found a, I found a kitchen. <laughs> Come on in. Look at all this. Look at all these utensils and stuff. <laughs> Haven't seen these yet. Come on over. Let's go throw some knives <laughs> at stuff. This activity leads us to a lower deck where we find a door that is slightly ajar. I push open the door a bit further to see what was in the room. The act of shoving the metal hinge-based device reveals a set of stairs that lead down to yet another level on the ship. The door is a device. (laughs) It's a metal hinge-based device. (laughs) He just wanted to, in a long way, (laughs) tell us door. (laughs) Metal door. (laughs) The way you say it is like, is this an eye? Like an apple device? (laughs) An apple door? (laughs) (laughs) A level that moments ago we were unaware existed. 
The five of us, having nothing better to do at this instant, decided to make our way down to the bottom of the stairs in anticipation of what might f- of what of what might find. <laughs> Once I step, I feel like any time you go through a door you've never been through before, of course it's we didn't know this existed. <laughs> It's true, I guess it is you implied. Just walk, go to a meeting in a building you've never been in, you open the door. Whoa! <laughs> I had no idea all this existed. <laughs> I will I will like give you ten bucks if you'll catch on video sometime, like when you go to work next time and somebody opens the door, just be like, <gasps> Did anyone see that metal hinge based device? I've never seen one before. Is it new? Are you aware that all doors have metal hinges? <laughs> <laughs> once I step foot, <coughs> excuse me, once I step foot on the lower deck, I can immediately tell that this floor was not meant for the prying eyes of cruise passengers. It appears to be laid out much like several of the levels above it, which were sprawling rows of estate rooms for all of the guests to stay in. However, this floor was completely run down. The carpet on the ground was torn. Rust streaked across the walls. Painter's plastic was draped here and there, as if someone had been using them as makeshift barriers. Meh. <laughs> barriers. Well, I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> there... There was I feel go- like there was more going through your head there, Trav. <laughs> I'm going to hang this here as a makeshift barrier. <laughs> so it separates one area from another. From another. <laughs> it's like, who couldn't just walk through that barrier? <laughs> it's makeshift, Alan. It's not supposed to be a permanent barrier. It's more of a symbolic barrier there it's like if you were to draw a line on the floor you can be like this is my makeshift barrier you do not cross this line there was garbage and other random items haphazardly laying around thus we had to watch carefully where we stepped as to not sprain an ankle or something (laughs) you know what like that i mean that sounds like you know stupid but if any of you, I mean, most of you don't know this, but Danny has a serious history of spraining ankles. <laughs> like this dude sprains his ankle on anything. So you can imagine why this is so important for him in his dream that he's like, ah, guys, wait, 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 wait. What? There's it's garbage haphazardly laying around. There's garbage strewn about. Yes. And okay. Am I the only one that is worried about this? We must be careful lest we sprain an ankle. <laughs> My ankles are like glass. <laughs> How would it be to go on a hike with you? Like, he's like rocks ah, everywhere. Ah, sand. Ah, grass. Ah. <laughs> on level surfaces everywhere. That's why I just jump on Liz's back and she just takes me up the mountain. Get up, Liz. Get up. Okay. Uh, there was garbage. Wait, sprained ankle or something. Okay. This deck definitely gave off a bit of a creepy vibe. Almost like something supernatural. I'm watching Speaking super- of watching supernatural. supernatural right now. I've watched it before, but I only got up to like season like 10 or 11. Wait, there's more than 10 <laughs> or 11 You only got seasons? to season 10 or 11? There's it's on their 15th season. Oh, they're still going? Yes, it's their last season. What's it even about? Supernatural uh, stuff? <laughs> All right, real quick, just in case nobody knows. <laughs> okay, so it's these two brothers, Dean and Sam, whose mother, um, when they were really young, uh, gets murdered by a demon. And their father becomes a hunter of all supernatural things and trains his sons to do the same. And uh, when he ends up leaving in some fashion, which I will not say, um, just in case you haven't seen it, uh, they take over. And it's just for the first little bit, for the first few seasons, it's just kind of like each episode, they have a different case, like a different supernatural case. Is it kind of like X-Files? Kind of. 
yeah, they go somewhere. They usually find something that is, you know, going on some ghost or vampire or some type of like, yeah, supernatural supernatural thing. thing. And then they go and exterminate it or figure out they're usually, they're just going around, you know, trying to save people. So, and it's pretty cool. So I'm going to watch a good show. It's an amazing show. How many episodes per season? Your typical 22 (laughs) to 24. So there's 15 episodes of that or 15 15 seasons seasons of that. Yes. Holy cow. Can you imagine being the same character for that long? It took me six months to get through eight episodes of stranger things season three. Yeah. So, well, like I said, (laughs) I went all the way up to like season 10 or 11 and then I just kind of stopped for whatever reason and I've gone back to try and find where I was and I can't. Mm. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll start over. So, but that was like years ago that I did that. So yeah. it, I don't remember a lot of it. So. Sweet. Anyway, at this point, the five of us agreed to split up and walk around this deck to see what we would, to see what we would find. We each found a different hall to walk down and began our personal journeys. As I walked down my designated hallway, I caught a glimpse of movement out of the corner of my eye. But when I turned around, there was nothing there. Certainly that certain, certain that I had indeed seen something, I walked toward the area in which I had sensed the movement coming from in search of what it was. This is how people die. <laughs> well, it's my dream. Right? Yeah, you're in, <laughs> you're in like what could very well be a haunted deck of a, <laughs> a, cruise, of ship. a cruise ship. And Danny sees something moving, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go investigate. <laughs> Number one, you guys all split up. It's like, hey, guys, there are five of us here in five hallways. What, well, <laughs> would you look at that? <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen that video on YouTube, you should. Just look, look up, up would look, you look at that? Yeah, would you look at that? Oh, would you look at that? Oh, uh, would you look at that? Just look at that. I can't pull it out either. I'd have to. Dr- I was watching it at work because one of my <laughs> coworkers told me to watch it. <laughs> I was just bawling at work. I like audibly could not stop laughing. Well, yeah, I think and people you, are like, what? You, you sent, sent it, it to us. us. Yeah. Oh, I did, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I had seen it before that, but. Anyway, (laughs) this is perfect. Let's all separate and go down these halls alone so that if somebody gets hurt or is in need of help, nobody is there. Well, I mean, my biggest fear was spraining my ankle. Well, so far, your biggest fear was garbage (laughs) (laughs) and what it could do to your freaking glass ankles, your glinkles. But all right, certain that I had seen something. I walked toward the area in which I had sensed the movement coming from in search of what it was. I went from room to room to see if I could find anything. Finally, as I was about to give up, I looked inside one of the old estate rooms and was a bit taken aback at what I saw. For whatever reason, I thought I might be chasing a ghost. But instead of finding a translucent apparition, I found myself staring at a live and well girl... (laughs) What? Alive and well girl in her early 20s. Wait, is that not? I don't know. Out of proper English? I found myself staring at a live and well girl in her early 20s. She was just standing in the middle of the room with shopping bags in her arms. The shopping bags were branded with logos from the various stores I had seen not long ago on the upper deck. I don't know why that's important, but it's important <laughs> enough that he remembered it. <laughs> I remember the girl. She had bags. On those bags were logos. <laughs> those logos belonged to the stores that were on the upper deck. <laughs> the girl looked up at me. Her face then shifts from one of complacency to one of surprise. Huh? <gasps> Then concern, and finally confusion. We both stare at each other for what felt like an eternity, not quite knowing how to proceed next. I do. So, uh, I like those logos on your bags. Where'd you get them? 
finally decide to break the ice and ask her, What are you doing down here? Without hesitation, she snaps back. I live down here! What are you doing down here? <laughs> Touché. I think to myself, the girl does have a point. <laughs> I don't live down here. <laughs> so it'd be... <laughs> So it'd be stranger that I'm on this floor than her being here. <laughs> well, that's my thought process. Touche. Touche. I don't know. I don't live down here. I explained to her that I was bored and therefore was walking around the ship in exploration of an area that I hadn't been to before. In doing so, I found a door that was slightly ajar, which led to a series of stairs, which led me down to this deck. Her tension seems to ease a bit, and she begins to tell me that she and a bunch of other people get picked up at various ports as a form of cheap labor for the cruise line. In exchange for their behind-the-scenes work, they receive food and passage to different locations they would like to go to along the cruise route. As I finally begin to get a grasp of what she is telling me, hordes of people all start appearing on this deck carrying similar-looking shopping bags to the one the girl I was speaking to had in her arms. Why is everyone carrying shopping bags, I ask her. She enlightens me of the fact that everyone who works and lives down here while the ship is at sea will sneak up onto the upper deck to experience the high life of being a paying guest for a couple hours at a time. It's a way to kind of feel like you're on a vacation without actually being on vacation, she says. At this time, I have every intention of thanking the girl for her time and leaving this deck to return to the upper decks to resume my holiday. <laughs> I have every intention of thanking her. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's too late. During the time I was conversing with this nice girl, the ship had ported at a new destination. I was suddenly swept off the ship by a large crowd of workers living on this floor. I follow them for a bit, figuring that they can show me a way to get back on, on the ship. Unfortunately, I do not have my ticket or any identification, since it's all in my room on one of the upper decks. For this reason, I get filed into a line where there are many people waiting in hopes that they can work on this next leg of the cruise. <laughs> You're going to be like, you're going to turn into the help. <laughs> I don't necessarily want, to, I don't necessarily want to work, but I do want to get back on the ship. Thus, I desperately hope that I am one of those chosen <laughs> to, to reboard the lower level deck as a worker so that I may make my way back to where it is. My family is hanging out at now. It's just like he's hanging. It's like here when you like drive around, you just see somebody, some guys on the corner, and you're like, Trabajo? Trabajo? Wait, what's <laughs> that means, Trabajo? It means work. Oh. <laughs> like, what? Trabajo? Trabajo? Yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, I remember distinctly, like, they shuffled everyone off, and then there was also additional people that were at that port that also wanted to now get jobs. And so we were all behind, like, this little, like, metal barrier fence thing <laughs> and like in this kind of little box and then they would like look around for the healthy ones <laughs> like you you, you come on you, you don't look like an ethiopian get on here <laughs> and so i was like man i really need to get back on this ship and so i was trying to like look and act all it reminds healthy. me of that episode of the office where dwight <laughs> goes to pick up help and he does the same thing like he goes there's like a bunch of hispanics there and he's like asking him he's like trabajo he's like you good trabajador and then this like white guy goes up he's like uh yes and he's like wait you speak english he goes yes i'm really good at english i am not good at spanish <laughs> but anyways, i wait for several minutes with a growing sense of anxiety that does not find relief until I am chosen to be one of the workers for this portion of the trip. Yay! <laughs> Ecstatic, I run up the old rusty ramp that is attached to the side of the ship that leads to the same door I had just been forcefully evacuated from. Once back on the ship, I am immediately captivated by all the hustle and bustle that is occurring on this old rundown deck. 
It's as if these people had an insta-economy kit and were able to set up an entire densely populated busy city street full of shops and businesses in no time flat. I looked to my right and I could see that a small room had been transformed into a sports bar and grill. There were customers sitting at tables watching a game while a bartender served drinks and a waitress walked around talking and delivering orders. To my left was a small convenience store type business selling staples. S- what? <laughs> selling staples such as gum, candy, magazines, etc. <laughs> I just thought it was like this store was selling staples. This <laughs> is so business selling staples. It was amazing. It's a staple store. You've never seen a staple store other than the store called Staples. <laughs> is gum really like a staple? Uh, it is like at a airport, yeah, um, or just like one shop. of those like little stores in a oh. hotel. Ahead of me and slightly to the left. <laughs> okay, so we've covered the right and the left. Now we're covering ahead and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a room with poker tables set up and a bunch of people testing their luck, hoping to score a big pot. I'm all in. To the right of that. So now we're to the. F- <laughs> We're up ahead and to the right. There was a full-fledged mini version of a radio shack. I have no idea how they were able to set all of this up so quickly and how everyone was so prompt to fall in their roles. (laughs) They're just like, hurry! I gotta get the radio shack job! (laughs) I want to be the first one chosen! (laughs) Does radio shack even exist anymore? I don't think so. I mean, not around here at least. I think so. Isn't there a Radio Shack in Bountiful? I thought they went out of business. That's a Sprint now. Okay. Sprint store. Well, that's because Radio Shack just used to sell, you know, just these electronic things. It's like, yeah, I could go to Walmart and find that. (laughs) Or Amazon. (laughs) Or Amazon. So, yeah, they shouldn't exist. They were overpriced stuff. (laughs) I was so intrigued by all of this that I decided to stick around on this lower deck (laughs) He could just go back, get his stuff, get off the boat or the ship, and then just go enjoy his freaking cruise. But yet he's amazed at the workers that are going on right now. It was their Insta economy he's that like, they said. By set golly, up. this is amazing. <laughs> okay. I wanted to learn how this whole economic system worked down here. In doing so, I met a gentleman whose job it was to take boxes of items from this deck, load them into a clear, see-through plexiglass elevator, and deliver them to the upper decks. I ask him if he's hiring for the night. (laughs) Please, man, I need some work. And this looks like fun. He looks at me if and you I, don't remember the earlier dreams, remember what happened the last time you were in a see-through plexiglass room? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the, <laughs> was that number three? Yeah. Is the, I watched the some emotional man. envelopes. Yeah, emotional, emotional envelopes. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> watch a tattooed man in a loincloth get blasted by hot air. Okay, this is all <laughs> I want to ask. Okay. Of any of you out there in the world that might be listening to this, name two dreams that you've had a plexiglass containment in. <laughs> containment like so. Name one. Danny here has had two. Two of them. <laughs> uh, There's probably like a guy who like works in the plexiglass industry. And dreams about plexiglass <laughs> all the time. No, because you're the only one who actually dreams about just going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like your normal. Yeah, my dream was I was just at Brighton Bank working as I normally do. It's <laughs> like your normal day stuff. <laughs> Go to work. Come home. Dream about going to work. <laughs> Wake up. Go to work. Literally 24 hours a day. I'm working. <laughs> Whether asleep or awake. (laughs) He looks at me and asks, how much can you carry? I don't know why that's his voice. I tell him, I can carry enough. (laughs) Well, all right, then. You're hired. (laughs) Go start loading those boxes on the elevator. (laughs) 
He points at a stack of boxes, and I officially begin my work as a box delivery guy for the night. Okay. I'm, <laughs> it sounded I'm, like you were so excited. <laughs> I'm hard at work. I was pretty excited. Loading and unloading I boxes. I had to get that interview, and I nailed it. <laughs> It had one interview question. <laughs> how much, can you, how much can you carry? And you answered, I can carry enough. <laughs> Danny's like, you're hired. <laughs> and, and I'm also very well um, informed about plexiglass. Plexi, <laughs> plexiglass plexiglass containment, containment units. units. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is much better than being on vacation. <laughs> Working. Danny literally paid thousands of dollars in this dream <laughs> to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he points at a stack of boxes and I officially begin my work as a box delivery guy for the night. I'm hard at work loading and unloading boxes until the sun begins to come up in the morning. My new friend, and I finally get the last few boxes loaded. <laughs> he literally works throughout the night. Just loading boxes into this elevator. <laughs> loaded onto the elevator just as we can hear the captain of the ship announce that we have just arrived at our final destination. Knowing that it's about just about time for me to get off the ship and head home, I excitedly push the button on the elevator to ascend toward the top deck so we can deliver the last of the boxes. Just as the elevator starts its upward climb toward the top deck, we suddenly feel a large crash that shakes the entire ship. Startled, I grab a hold of the railing located on the side walls of the elevator. What was that? I asked. The other man seemed just as confused as I was. It then suddenly became apparent that what had happened... We looked down through the clear base of the elevator and could see the lower deck we had just been on, being overrun with a flood of gushing water. <laughs> and then I was to the... I'll never let go. And I ripped his hands off and pushed him out. I'll never let go, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Puncturing a hole right through the base of the ship... All I can think about for the moment is hoping that this elevator will work long enough to get us to one of the upper decks Wait, so we I can... I think you missed a line. No, I didn't. Being overrun with a flood of gushing water. Oh, okay, I did. It appears that the captain of the ship must have gotten too close to the docks and had run into one of them, puncturing a hole right through the base of the ship. All I can think about for the moment is hoping that this elevator will work long enough to get us to one of the upper decks so we can exit and and evacuate the sinking vessel before it's too late. <laughs> You're basically at the dock. <laughs> How far is it going to sink? <laughs> it's like water's coming in and it just like... <laughs> like, all right, that's it, guys. <laughs> we only got about three inches of water in here, but... <laughs> Hurry, before we drown! <laughs> Sadly, well, in we were my dream it was a really deep dockish area. <laughs> Sadly, we were not that lucky. The elevator came to a stop about four feet shy of a floor on one of the upper decks. And you know what sucks? You're like three foot five, so I know. So I had to jump and try and <laughs> You're like Pablo Get on my back, man. Give me a boost. Just you go. <laughs> you deserve to leave. <laughs> man, why are you have an accent all of a sudden? Just go tell my family I love them. <laughs> I'm now one of you. I've been working here for quite some time. I work here for like six hours. <laughs> I'm one of you. It's when, like, it like 10. <laughs> when it suddenly stopped working. Let's see. Oh, yes. The elevator suddenly stopped working. I knew that as long as we were trapped inside this clear coffin, we were sitting ducks. It's all. It's at about this time that I began to slightly panic and tried to pry the elevator doors open with my fingers. If I could just open the door enough to squeeze out, <laughs> I could get myself onto that upper deck, I thought to myself. Unfortunately, in the short amount of time I had to work on prying the doors open, I was unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then, without warning, the elevator breaks. Oh. <laughs> the elevator breaks. Must have malfunctioned or something as we abruptly found ourselves free-falling toward the bottom of the ship. Again, holding on to the railing for dear life, we forcefully splashed down into the water that had already consumed the two lowest levels of the ship. The next few minutes were spent virtually becoming a human yo-yo as the elevator would continuously drop us down into the water, (laughs) then pull us back out, then do it all over again. At least we did seem to catch a little break, as the elevator itself seemed pretty waterproof. And we were able to remain dry until the elevator finally stopped malfunctioning. (laughs) It's like... Just kidding. (laughs) Like this. You're just in there. Ah! Yay! Ah! Yay! (laughs) Pablo, we're saved. No, Pablo, we're gonna die. Pablo! (laughs) Hold on to me, Pablo! (laughs) After it's all said and done, my name is not Pablo. It's Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> what I find funny is that is literally the only Hispanic name that he could come up with, and it is Ricky Ricardo uh, <laughs> from I Love Lucy. <laughs> See who says I don't know pop culture. <laughs> All right. It then slowly reeled us in until we stopped at the uppermost deck. Just like that, the elevator doors rapidly opened, and we were free to leave this death box and retreat to dry land. My new friend and I started walking down a road located next to the docks, (laughs) away from the ship. What happened to your family? He ditched them so he could see see the economic boom that was going on. I want to know what they found down their hallways. You found a whole, like, you found a whole world, a a functioning society of po people. Who knows what they found? Must have been a massive ship. <laughs> I guess we have four more dreams coming. <laughs> Literally, all started because he found some lady standing in a room with bags <laughs> with logos on logos. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna start back that that part over. My new friend and I started walking down a road located next to the docks, away from the ship. We were both a bit exhausted and stunned by what had just happened. I looked at him and asked if he knows what had happened to everyone we knew who lived on the bottom deck of the ship. He lets me know that he's not sure. (laughs) Why would he know? (laughs) You guys are in the same thing. (laughs) Pablo? Yes. Daniel? Do you know what happened to those peoples in the bottom of the ship? No, he... I've been with you the whole time. (laughs) What you talking about? I don't have the ESPN, man. (laughs) I like how I now have a full on (laughs) Spanish Mexican. Well, you've you've been there for so long that you're just. Now I'm just one of them. You're just absorbing (laughs) their culture. Pablo, do you know what happened to those people? Do you know what's happened to those peoples? <laughs> they were at the bottom of the cheap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he lets me know that he's not sure and that he hasn't seen any of them since we got off the elevator. <laughs> yeah, you would have seen them too. If you go by. Saddened and depressed by the thought of losing all those people, I close my eyes as I continue to walk. Which was a dumb idea because you would run into a pole. <laughs> I know like this a pole because laden, I've done this. A pole laden <clears throat> street. However, when I opened my eyes, I was no longer by the docks, but instead was sitting in a room in Las Vegas. <laughs> he goes to Las Vegas <laughs> so much. In a hotel room. <laughs> in Las Vegas. <laughs> As I become cognizant of my sudden change in location, <laughs> I noticed that I was the only one currently in this hotel room. However, I instinctively knew that I was not alone on this trip. 
I knew at the very least that I was here with Travis Cole, <laughs> my wife and her friend and husband. I'm on a trip with you, your wife, her friend, and her husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Travis. I'm wheel. the fifth wheel. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know this? You may ask. Well, I know Trav is here because I am in the process of filling out a quiz that he made and handed out to each of us before we came on this trip. He wanted each of us to have the quiz completed before we arrived in Vegas. <laughs> However, I did not quite get it done. Or more truthfully, didn't even start. <laughs> All right, guys. Before we get to Vegas, I have a very important quiz. Here it's called, go. Who is Your Daddy and What Does He Do? <laughs> Where did he come from, isn't it? What? <laughs> it's not who's your daddy and where does he come from? On what? What are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that's what... It's from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Who is your daddy and where does he come from? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> My whole life I always said it was who is your daddy and where does he come from? You have been saying it wrong your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm frantically trying to finish it before he walks in here to collect them from everyone. How many things does he do? Has he done wrong his entire life? Without knowing. <laughs> we had an episode where he uh, thought "wooly" was spelled W H O E Y. Holy mammoth! And apparently, you're writing some type of book about a woolly mammoth. I've been writing it wrong this entire time. Right. <laughs> because we all write woolly mammoths so much in our lifetimes. <laughs> Unless you're some archaeologist who specializes in woolly mammoths. <laughs> Knowing that I only have a few minutes, I get frustrated at the stupid questions on the quiz, such as, Name Trap's two favorite adult film stars. Oh. <laughs> Adult film stars, like porn stars, or just a, yeah, just like film stars. Porn stars Better is how I took it. Okay, <laughs> all of these Stormy Daniels. All of these are not things that I would ever ask anybody. <laughs> Name Trav's two favorite adult film stars. Who is Trav's favorite NASCAR driver? I'll give you a hint. It's nobody. NASCAR sucks. <laughs> what TV show does Vegas remind Trav of? Las Vegas <laughs> and CIS Las Vegas. I was thinking maybe or, it would be a uh, Pawn Star or CSI Las Vegas. That's what it is. Pawn Stars yeah. saved by the bell when they go to Las Vegas. Wait, they go to Las Vegas. <laughs> I think there's an episode where they go to Vegas. Uh, I don't remember that one. How am I supposed to know the answer to these questions? Well, they appear to be all hypothetical. <laughs> I mean, mostly it's just like your opinion. What do you think, Travis? <laughs> well, I took it as in there was definitely a right answer yeah. for each of them. In addition to Travis, I know my wife and her friends are here because her friends have invited us to join them downstairs in the lobby of the hotel shortly so that we may experience this property's main draw. What is the main draw? Does it tell us? <laughs> Once I get downstairs, I quickly find my wife and her friends and curiously ask them what we are going to do. They let me know that this hotel has recently spent millions of dollars on a new river attraction. I look up to see where they are pointing and can see that this hotel had indeed built and installed a full-size river that flowed across the entirety of the property. The fact that they were able to do that is pretty amazing feat. Is a pretty amazing feat. Anyway. It's like the Mayan restaurant. <clears throat> but even cooler. They explain that the river is also a ride and that we are going this, to get, it, was this get on it. this called A River Runs Through It? No, you know, that would have been good name. Have you ever been to, what's <laughs> that, what the hotel, what's that hotel and casino? Just uh, probably about 45 minutes outside of Vegas. It's that Buffalo Bills, the one that has the roller coaster. Yeah. That has I've a never river. been in it. That has a river that goes through it, and you ride in it. For real? It's a log flume what? ride. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never been to that one. Like, I've seen it, but I've never been in it. Yeah. Just little side note, the last time we went there, because my wife and I, it was, I think it was like a year ago that we went, and we drove out there, and <laughs> so there's this guy, and he was this Hispanic dude, and he was so 
so drunk and he had an all day pass to this one roller coaster. Now, if you don't know what it is, look it up. It's it's a uh, it looks like a pretty Buffalo. big it, it, at one coaster. point in time it was in the Guinness uh, World or Guinness Book of World Records for like the the biggest drop or whatever, uh, you know. It was like it's like 200 and something feet. But anyway, so <laughs> this dude had an all day pass. Couldn't walk. And it's not one that has the straps come over your shoulders. It is old school, and you just have one. You just basically have like a, a lap strap. You have a lap strap and like a little seat belt. And I'm like, I do not feel safe on this whatsoever. <laughs> I'm literally dropping 200 feet down. <laughs> and all I have to hold me in is this little nylon strap. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy is up in front of us, and he is just like, he has no control of his body. Mm-hmm. The roller coaster's going left and right, and his body's just flinging all over the place. <laughs> and it's just all these limbs <laughs> are flying all over the place. And and uh, we get there. Like, I was so worried he was going to freaking throw up and come right back at us. But we get done, and he gets up, and he just starts stumbling because you have to go down. If you want to ride it again, you got to go down these stairs, go all the way around, go back up these other stairs and get on the other side. And he was just doing that over and over and <laughs> over again. And I even talked to him because like he was having a hard time walking down the stairs. I'm like, you okay, man? And he goes, this was such a fun ride. <laughs> you, how many times you guys go? And I was like, yeah, this is our first time. He's like, I've been on it like 12 times. <laughs> I was like, "Holy crap, man!" Uh, I was like, "You gotta go on it." You could get a day pass. Yeah, just one ride. Yeah, like if you're there and you want to ride it, it's cheaper to do it that way because like one one ride is like fifteen bucks or something like that. How much but is like a day, a, pass? a day pass is like twenty or twenty five. Dang, Gina. So, anyway, back to your dream. If I can remember where I was. Oh, anyway, they explained that the river is also a ride and that we are going to get on it. Excited, the three of them all run off toward the river, while I, a bit apprehensive, lags slightly behind. Why? Why are you apprehensive? Because it's... I don't know. Apparently, I was afraid of river river rides. (laughs) When we arrive at the ride entrance, we all listen as the ride operator... You know what I just realized? I'm not even here. (laughs) You know I'm there. I just gave you guys a quiz. And then you... (laughs) When we arrive at the ride entrance, we all listen as the ride operator explains the terms and conditions to us. He lets us know that we will each be getting into our own wooden barrel and will then float down the river. He warns us that in each section of the river lies a unique and very real threat. (laughs) (laughs) You could die on this ride. We didn't take extra precaution. We actually put those threats in there. We have to be aware that we may either be severely injured or even die. However, since we have purchased tickets, we have agreed to go on this <laughs> ride by our own free will and are giving up our rights to sue the hotel if anything were to go wrong. I'm not going to lie. At this point, I really did not want to go on this ride. That's the- why I was apprehensive, Trav. Well, yeah, but you were apprehensive before you knew that there were real threats. <laughs> But the other three looked so eager to go. I did not want to disappoint them. You give in to peer pressure so easy. I'd be like, no thanks. If death is a literal like possibility, I'm not doing it. Therefore, I reluctantly climbed into my barrel, and the four of us set sail down the large man-made river. The first few minutes weren't too bad. It was actually kind of relaxing as we just slowly floated down the river, bobbing up and down in our little barrels, Of course, this serenity didn't last long, as shortly after, we apparently entered the first section containing dangers. My wife's friend, who seemed to know all about the ride, screams out to us, The section contains vicious crocodiles and hippos! (laughs) In order to deter them from biting or eating you, you must flap your arms up and down and smack the surface of the water with the palms of your hands. Shoo! <laughs> ah, freaking hippo! Alligators! Ooh, crocodiles. crocodiles, sorry. <laughs> the crocs and hippos don't like the constant splashing much. Nevertheless, they may still approach you out of curiosity. <laughs> I 
I just see like you just have like some guy narrating. He's like, uh, no, this is her friend telling me this. I know, but I'm just saying it would be funny if there's just like a guy narrating as you guys are. You are now approaching Crocodile and Hippo Falls or Bend <laughs> to keep them from approaching you. You must slap the water with the palms of your hands. <laughs> The crocs and hippos don't like the constant splashing much. Nevertheless, they may still approach you out of curiosity. (laughs) However, with your constant smacking motion, you should end up hitting them on the nose. Crocs and hippos hate this and should immediately turn around and swim the other way. (laughs) So out of a strong urge to live, I do just as I'm told and begin flapping and splashing all the way through. It doesn't take long before we exit the danger zone containing the crocs and hippos and enter section number two of the ride. Again, my wife's friend chimes in saying, This section is full of piranhas. (laughs) To avoid being attacked by piranhas, (laughs) to avoid being attacked by piranhas, you must put your face in the water and scream as loud as you can. (laughs) Piranhas hate loud noises and will not come near someone who is screaming. So once again, (laughs) <laughs> just like okay <laughs> so once again I follow suit I lean over the edge of my barrel stick my face in the water and watch as the air bubbles float toward the surface as I scream instantly I only I only the only time like I the- the most elaborate prank ever. <laughs> it's just like watch what this guy does. The only the time I as I scream incest, <laughs> incessantly, insistently, 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 yeah, insistently. Okay. I only time I stop. I think you meant the only time. You stop. <laughs> yeah, the only time I stop screaming is when I'm forced to pull my head out of the water to refill my lungs with air. <laughs> These actions seem ridiculous, but they do seem to be working, as we had now made it through two sections unharmed. The threat in the third and final section was a legion of tropical birds sitting on perches in enclave. <laughs> Love the word enclave. <laughs> this is the first time he's used it in this dream, but he's used it in others. And also, if you <laughs> catch our or caught our scary stories to tell in the on, dark, a, on the podcast. On podcast. He also uses the word enclave. <laughs> Perches in enclaves carved into the ceiling. The ceiling was designed to look like the interior of a cave. Hence the birds sat perched in various areas of the rocky outcroppings above <laughs> us. That is also a word he's used. Once more, my wife's friend yells out, these birds will dive bomb anything that they do not believe is a bird like themselves. <laughs> You will each need to flap your arms like wings and squawk as loud as you can. (laughs) Do I even have to mention that we did as we were told? (laughs) 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 It's just... It's like the, you come up with the worst amusement park rides in your dreams. You're either basically flushed down this watery vortex or you literally have to do these stupid things to stop being eaten by hippos, crocs, piranhas, and tropical birds. There probably weren't any of those. And they were just messing with you because you know like how on rides... They'll snap a picture of you, and then you can buy it later. You're like, just look at the pictures we get with this guy. (laughs) 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 Finally, we get to the end of this final section, and I feel a huge sense of relief as we had all made it through the ride unscathed. But this feeling would also be short-lived as a loud booming voice came over the ride intercom system letting us know that the ride was not over yet. The voice exclaimed that the ride will now begin reversing the flow of the river so that we can go back through, oh, so that you can go back through the ride in reverse order at double speed. That is all. 
<laughs> With the sudden rush of anxiety coursing through it's just like, yeah! <laughs> no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back through. Sudden rush of anxiety coursing through my veins. My barrel is swept up once again by the river's current and pushes me back through the ride. I spend the next few minutes frantically flapping and squawking, <laughs> dunking my face and screaming, and moving my arms up and down, smacking the water surface to avoid being attacked or eaten by a wild animal. Finally, when we reach the section we had originally started the ride in, I throw my arms up absolutely exhausted from all the activity we just experienced. With heavy breathing, I exclaim, Who would enjoy this kind of ride? I didn't find it fun at all. I slowly navigate my barrel over toward the shore where we are supposed to unload ourselves. Just as I'm getting out of my barrel, all of the scenery around me begins to pixelate and disappears. After a few seconds, all that is left behind is a smooth screen on all sides of us. I drop my head in shame as I realize that this ride had been a virtual reality <laughs> simulation the whole time and that none of the things I was afraid of were real. At this moment, I'm upset and embarrassed that I was led to believe that I was in real danger. But I'm also partially fascinated by the advanced amount of technology that had to go into this ride to give someone the sensation of reality to this to this degree i then finish getting myself out of the barrel and head back toward the hotel lobby this is when i woke up (laughs) holy crap i just like how i am literally in it to give you a quiz of (laughs) things that i think of (laughs) so your wife's friend that was warning you about all the things coming up yeah she knew it wasn't real and she was just like messing with you. I don't know. She seemed pretty much like she thought it was. She's real. been on it before. I think she just read about it online of what you got to <laughs> I do. just see. Okay. Just imagine like are you guys all in the same barrel or in each individual <laughs> no, we each barrels? have our own barrels. But you guys are kind of floating around like, each other, close, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So Liz, her friend, and her friend's husband are all just like laughing and having fun. They're splashing and doing the same stuff, but they're laughing hysterically. <laughs> Danny's like behind him, and he's like, <laughs> he's like freaking the crud out. Like he is so scared. And just every time they're having the freaking grand old time, and Danny's just hyperventilating. Oh, but anyway. That was a. Do you know how hard it is to like insistently scream underwater? (laughs) 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 To avoid piranhas. (laughs) 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 All right, well, there is Dreamisode number 25, Mapo Cruise Lifestyle. Good name. I don't know. It's really hard because like usually like if in this sec like yeah, maybe the first one, although I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you were poor, <laughs> you just decided <laughs> to help a man load a elevator full of boxes. But <laughs> that was like the f- it was like two stories in one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like oh, I hope all of our friends didn't die in the flood. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. <laughs> It's like he closes his eyes. He's like, please go somewhere else. Please. I want to go to Vegas. Ah, there I am. It worked. Wait, what is this freaking quiz? Stupid quiz. Trav always makes me do quizzes. What is Travis's two favorite adult film stars? What if I answered the question, but it was like two dudes? Well, this is your dream, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I can't be held responsible for what is going on in your head. Because obviously, if you're dreaming them and you say two dudes, those are two adult film star dudes that you know. Yeah. <laughs> How do you even know their names? <laughs> well, I don't, but that's probably why I didn't get an answer. <laughs> But it's yeah, like my backfire. Big, my my favorite one is Big Wang. 
Because <laughs> he's Asian. <laughs> and his buddy, Lil Wang. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. That was a little bit of more of a longer one, but uh, it was pretty entertaining. Um, we just a reminder: we do these every every week, and they're released every Monday. So make sure that you catch these. Uh, we have our our um, other episodes, which are our normal QCO podcast episodes that release on Fridays, and uh, be sure to just visit us on our social media pages, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook at QCO Podcast. You can also find us on our, our website, QCOPodcast.com. Um, <clears throat> and then be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, which, you know, just everything's QCO Podcast. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> type that in, you'll find it. But uh, again, thanks everybody for uh, listening and uh, coming back each week. And we look forward to next week and we'll see you then.